Welcome to Catch the Fire's Family Life Podcast. We are a family that encounters God's transforming presence and extends the kingdom. Each week we get into what God is doing among us, what he is saying through his word, and why we should be excited about where he's leading us. For more information about Catch the Fire and giving to support this ministry, check out our website and our church suite app. Hello, welcome to the Catch Fire London Family Life Podcast. Oh, it's kind of, kind of a long name, that. Um, welcome to the Family Life Podcast. That works. Um, just Alistair here today. Um, it's uh, two weeks in a row of just me, so I, I've got to do better next week. I've got to get some, some, some more team on board. Um, a mixture of some busy schedules, some change days, some traveling and some sickness has meant that it's uh, been just myself the last couple of weeks. Um, but I'm hoping next week that we'll have uh, our children's pastor on who's going to talk a little bit about an amazing answer she gave um, in a meeting we had the other day that just had me so rummaging through my brain for the next couple of days and and just genuinely really excited that the answer that she gave to this one question that I hope we'll be able to talk about next time um, but it was a it was it was a good one um, so what I wanted to talk about uh, today was um, I've had this little thought kind of going in my head um, for sort of the last I don't know last 24 hours maybe maybe more but it <clears throat> it's it feels like it's building on stuff that's been there for, for a while. Um, I am very conscious that in, in our family, in our church, um, we, we run hard at Catch Fire London. Um, we run hard towards God, we run hard towards the presence, um, and we, you know, we, we, we have a sort of, uh, <clears throat> sort of tenacity of pursuit of God that flows through a lot of what we do, the ministries and the, the prophetic and the healing and the outreach and, you know, uh, it's it's exciting. It's a molten lava core of energy and enthusiasm. Um, and, uh, and it's brilliant, I love it. Um, it also, like, any organization that's 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 going after something particularly going after something of god it's it's very possible to um not always know what to do if you're not doing well you know um because you know we're surging we're charging full steam ahead and if you don't feel like you're surging or charging in your personal life and if things have just been tough like what would you what do you do with that and um Speaking as someone who who burnt out in two previous churches, I I know very well that you can continue doing ministry um, and you know extending the kingdom and actually be in quite a bad place um, and actually feel distant from from God and distance from other and um, other people and to be honest, distance distant from yourself. Um, and so I've been sort of pondering these things and, you know, the things come up in pastoral meetings that, you know, you have a couple of meetings in a row that are a little bit the same and you start sort of building up a, a, a sort of narrative in your head. Is this what other people are going through? Um, and, um, you know, I don't think there's any church in the world where people aren't tempted to wear a mask of some kind or another, whether, you know, whether 
everybody's kind of dressing the same because in that culture you kind of look a certain way or whether it's everybody's kind of acting the same because in that culture you know everybody sticks their hands in the air or crosses their hands or stands up sits down whatever it is i don't think there's any church even even ones that are moving in the free flowing uh revelation and healing power of the holy spirit and are in revival i think it's human nature to go up and down you know um I was like uh, what Rick Warren said years ago, and he's like, I don't believe life is 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 peaks and valleys. You know, it's it's not just hey, this was a high point, this was a low point. He said, I've always seen good and bad in my life as just two train tracks that just go forward. And there's never been a time in my life where everything was good and nothing was bad, and there's never been a time in my life when everything was bad and nothing was good. Um, and scripture doesn't shy away from telling it as it is um you know we always talk about you know there are psalms where david's having a really bad day and yeah there are but you know what like the entire bible is telling it as it is there's there's entire books devoted to the the issue of suffering or or of burden or of um managing exile of suffering of um of god break breaking through and then a new challenge arising and i think it's human nature to to contend with these things and that's how god has made us um and one of the things that i think is 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 so interesting is um i heard somebody speaking about this the other day they said that we we as humans have been designed so that we can see the blind spot in someone someone else but not in ourselves so we have this this uh kind of innate ability to be able to observe and see uh see a person see how they respond see how they react and be able to give that kind of objective feedback of these are strengths and these are weaknesses but we find it very difficult to see that in ourselves um and i think that's because god made us to both to to be relational beings who need relationships with other people you see genesis it's not good for man to be alone relationship with god and also a relationship with ourselves to a, to a degree i want to just talk about the word permission for a second i think permission is a topic that we don't talk about very often it, it comes up um but we use other words you know we talk about uh, partnering or intention or being sort of tenacious or making an agreement or something like that. Permission um, has a sense of standing to the side and letting something through or lowering the drawbridge or unlocking the car. It's there's something about permission that I think is is actually quite powerful um, when it's just taken in in isolation and you you know you're not cluttering it with synonyms. Um, I wonder how good are you right now and I'm, I'm I'm not looking at a mirror but I may as well be how good are you right now at giving permission to God to move in your life now if you're a member of Catch Fire I'm sure your mind is going to two or three places immediately number one is yeah I give permission to God when I come up for the ministry call I put my hands out I let someone lay hands on yes I do okay that's cool number two thing that could be going through your mind is yes I do give God permission um, because I'm a Christian and because you know I've given my life to him and you know in in general senses I give permission on a semi-regular basis you know I live a life of giving permission okay cool both those things I agree with 
do you really give God permission? <laughs> like I'm, I'm holding my hand up. I'm holding a three fingers up now. Do you really give God permission? Because there's a bunch of things that I actually either wrestle with God on or I actually don't even ask him about that would suggest I don't give him permission as much as I think I am giving him permission. So do I give God permission to lead me? Do I give God permission to challenge me? Do I give God permission to ask me tough questions? Do I give God permission to love me? I think we've all tried to comfort a friend or maybe a, you know, a child or um, someone and felt the awkwardness of trying to hug someone who doesn't want to be hugged or be told to leave someone alone because they're not ready for it. That, that is a denial of permission when love is trying to be given and it, it feels awkward and you just feel like utterly helpless to help somebody and you also feel embarrassed because you, you know, you reached out and it got denied. Permission's a really important thing when it comes to our relationship with God because yes, we want to partner. Yes, we want to be intentional and, and, and we can't be Christians without partnering with his word and being intentional about pursuing him and, and worshipping him. But do we do we have a level of permission where we allow God in? And now an, an example um, would be a couple of, about a month or so ago, um, doing the washing up at home. God gave me a uh, question in my mind and I, I think I pretty much immediately shut it down. Um, I had the question in my mind. He'd asked me the question once before about 10 years ago um, and I had indulged <laughs> in an answer then. This time I was, um, I just didn't want to think about that question. So I just said, no, God, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not answering that. And I just, I just let it, I let, I let the pitch go by. I reflected on that and I was like, why did I not want to answer that question? And to be honest, in its most simplest form, I didn't want to know what the answer was. I actually didn't want to be unsettled by the answer to this question. And so I, I, you know, I, I, I let it, I let the pitch go by and I got really convicted about it. And there wasn't any sort of explosion ministry moment or, you know, wake up and smell the coffee moment. I just realized over the next coming days and weeks that I needed to actually open up the doors a little bit. And it was, it was almost like before the drawbridge could go down, I had to open up a couple of little windows, <laughs> open up the back door, open up a skylight. And then eventually I could put the drawbridge down and say, actually, God, I'm ready for you to actually ask me that question. And I, and I will actually respond now. What's happened is he's actually given me quite a lot of revelation. Like I didn't know that was coming, but my little fearful heart just wasn't kind of ready for it. And that idea of like, are there things in your life? Like there are sometimes places that I find myself that I'm like, I don't want to be here. This isn't a place I want to be, but if I've given God permission to lead me where he wants me to be, then those thoughts shouldn't really be cropping up. Cause I'd be like, God, you, you have the right to lead me where you want me to be. And I need to remember that there's more going on in the kingdom in the world than just my destiny. And there may be times where you want to use me to answer someone else's prayer and it's not going to benefit me even remotely. Have I given you permission, God, to use me as you see fit? Is there an area of permission between you and God that you need to have a think about right now? That's my first one. And the next two are going to be much quicker. Are you giving permission to others? Um, 
this is an interesting one because we we know we talk about this one a lot don't we you know like relationships and you know who speaks into your life and who who can you be accountable with and who who knows you and all of these kind of things but who have i given permission to know me who have i given permission to see see me to the degree that they're going to see some of my bad habits my unhealed not yet healed parts of my heart who have i given permission to see me under stress and to see me when i feel completely uh kind of out of control of circumstances or or whatever it is in my life who who has permission into my life who's got permission to see me vulnerable and see me authentic i i, I like what um, bill thrall says uh, where he says one of the definitions of humility is trusting god and others with me i'm going to be humble when i trust god and others with me and um, what I, I find so fascinating, I've been reading the, the book of John and just, just trying to let Jesus fill my gaze um, in, in 20 different ways. And I recently was going through John 15 where Jesus is saying, abide in me, abide in me and I'll abide in you. Abide in me and you'll be fruitful and you'll know, you'll know the love of God and you'll get answers to prayer and you'll know the Father's business and you'll be a friend and not a slave. And there's this this invitation where he is he is inviting these people to come in and share life with him and jesus you know later obviously he's praying in the garden of gethsemane and he's he he lets the disciples see the vulnerable sides of him and hey look nobody followed jesus around with a notebook and pen when he was in the desert being tempted by the by the devil nobody was there to record him he didn't have a photographer or a dictaphone. How did the, 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 the gospel writers get that story? Jesus must have told them that story. He must have told them he was tempted by the devil in these ways and he responded. There's a, such a level of, of Jesus giving permission for people to come into his life. Jesus asking for them to give permission to, to welcome him in. We, we all need people. We, we just can't do without that. There's, there's, there's nobody in the world, Christian or other, who is a, a, an island or isolated who I want to be like. Even people who are super successful, even people who, are, who seem to be doing really well in ministry. God said it's not good for man to be alone. One of the ways that we do that is by giving people to, to, to enter into our lives. Now, I, I, I get that I'm saying this and, and for some people listening, one of the thoughts in your head is going to be, yeah, I, I gave permission before and it was, it was abused. Um, it was, I was hurt. There's no two ways about it. I was really hurt. So I need to have some more boundaries. I need to have a higher bar. Friends have to really clear, clear a high bar. Close said a while ago, you know, this is a kind of common maxim, you know, if you want to, if you want to have more friends, you need to be a friend. I think if anybody is feeling and you're just hearing these words and thinking it's it's tough for me because you know like I, I love what Craig Rochelle says trust is trust is given mistrust is earned. If you have somebody in your life or just people in general and you feel people in general have have earned mistrust, it's a it's an opportunity to go and do inner healing for sure. And we do monthly inner healing now. Um, you know, catch the fire we recommend rtf and sozo and all of those kind of things but for us to be a family 
that is going to impact the kingdom of God um, in London, that is going to spread the gospel, that's going to see people saved, regardless of what social strata they're on. We have to be a people who have permission to speak into each other's lives. We have to have a level of safety. And we, we have to deal with our junk. We have to deal with our crap. Like, I'm sorry I'm going to say it that way, but we, we have to. Because if we don't, then we set ourselves up for, for, for um, a, a meltdown or an implosion somewhere down the line because God didn't make us to be islands who don't share, who don't have the buy-in, the pouring in, the support, the friendship and the love of people around them. Are you giving permission to, for people to know you? And maybe if you think you are, and I'm sort of pointing a finger at myself here, to what degree do they have permission? How much, how much are others allowed into your life? Now, this may be one just to ponder on. I want to finish off just by talking about um, permission for ourselves. What kind of permission do we give ourselves? Because <laughs> knowing thyself is, uh, is, a, is a big one. Um, I remember the Matrix films, the first one where you got Keanu Reeves, Neo, and he, he goes to sort of speak to the, a wise person, of, you know, about what his path is. And, and she says, you know, know thyself. You got to know thyself. Um, this kind of sounds like it's scriptural. It's, it's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? The more healing I've done, the more I've pressed into Jesus, the more I've given permission for God and others to pour into my life, the more I've actually started to work out who Alistair Foreman is. Um, and who he was meant to be and who he's become because of the things coming down the family line, the experiences, the traumas, the highs and the lows, the effect of those two train tracks going the, the whole time. The more I've got to know me, and I realize there are, th there are some areas where I haven't given myself permission to do something. I there are times when I don't give myself permission to dream. There are times where I don't give myself permission to trust God or trust others. There's times when I don't give myself permission to rest or to <laughs> recognize that God is God and I'm not. To what degree do you give yourself permission? And I think this is a big one for the fear of man. I won't give myself permission to rest if my fear of man is so high that I don't want to leave something unfinished or don't want to leave something perfect. As soon as we start shining a light on these things, we start seeing where the lie is and we start seeing where the, where the stronghold is and we've got to go after those things. And whether it's sitting in a room or it's just getting down on your hands and knees and saying, God, I have never given myself permission to rest because I've always been afraid. I've always been afraid that, that I'll have forgotten something or I've never given myself permission to dream. We have to go after these things. Now, I know this is like the language of the church, you know, let's charge, surge forward. Let me just bring it right down and just land the plane very gently here. One of the attributes, one of the definitions of humility is, is lowering your pride and your self-reliance and your control and your desire to protect to such a degree that I can, tr that you, you and I can trust God and others with me. I know that when I trust others with me, I get to receive the goodness of what God has put in them. And when I trust God with me, I get to abide in him. 
And when I abide in him, I get to be fruitful and I get to see my father's business and I get to be a friend and not just a slave. I don't want to build up an entire theology about one word, but I want to just encourage you, whatever it is that's going on in your life at the moment, whether, you, you, whether you're listening to this because you're a member of Catch Fire and you just haven't been recently because life is busy and the kids are acting up or work just has you pinned down or whether you come every week and you're standing up at the front for every single ministry call and you're doing healing ministry three times a week and you're just flying. I want to just ask you and encourage you to think about where in your life are you giving permission to God, to others and to yourself to be able to step into the resources of heaven and where are you giving permission for the enemy to have his way to enter in because that's a permission that needs to be revoked and damaging relationships are ones where permission needs to be revoked and giving yourself permission to sin or to cut corners that needs to be revoked but all of those those three things if they're done in your own strength then it's going to be a battle that you're going to be banging your head against the wall for if they're done with the empowering grace of jesus they're done with the 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 holy spirit in you giving you a strength to do something you just can't do on your own you just can't do with your own uh, sort of scrunched up face and inner strength we can say no to the enemy we can say no to our dumb spirit stupid choices and we can say no to those relationships that are damaging and we can give permission to god to enter in and to to, to overflow us and we can give permission to to others to come and bring their godliness and their goodness in and we can give permission to ourselves to just take a rest take a risk take a rest dream or just let someone else cover it these things can come when the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ is in us. So I just pray right now, Father, would you pour your beautiful grace out on every single person here who has been struggling with giving you permission to enter in, to challenge, to ask the tough questions, to love them. Anyone who's been struggling relationally, Lord, would you, Father, I pray for the, 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 the just the great watering can of heaven to sort of just dump that person down with a deluge of, of of supernatural uh, trust that comes from a healed heart. Lord, would you turn stony hearts back into, into hearts of flesh? And Lord, would, they, would, would anyone who's struggling relationally to trust, Lord, I pray for a supernatural shift this week in their life. And Lord, for anyone who is just saying, you know what, I can trust others, I can trust God. It's just me I've got the problem with. You know, like the director who, you know, the director actor who, who can direct everyone else on the cast except for themselves lord i pray that you would give a gift of your sweet presence lord a gift of your abiding presence lord like jesus said in john 15 that as you abide fruitfulness will come as you abide love will come as you abide the intimacy with the father will come and i pray lord that as these things come to my friend and to my to my brothers and sisters lord that they would find that being able to love themselves is something that they can do and that they can give themselves permission to dream and to rest and to pursue the things of God and to walk away from the enemy in every way that he manifests. Jesus, you're incredible. Lord, we, we look to you. You are the model. You are the, the, the completer and the finisher of our faith. 
And I ask Jesus for every single person listening that they would be able to take a deep breath, let it out and go, my God is sovereign and I can trust him. And there are people in my life he's given me that I can trust and let in. And so Lord, in your strength, I'm gonna do that. And I'm gonna receive so much from it, God. I let the drawbridge down. Please come on in. Uh, amen. Guys, bless you. Have an amazing week. Uh, tune in next week. Hopefully we'll have Ash, our children's pastor. And send any stories. Come speak to me. Uh, drop me an email. Let me know how this permission is going. And bless you loads of you this week. Amen.